Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. My name is Jasper from Common Sense TV on the Whistle Stop Cafe uh, in Miller, Alberta. And I am not in Miller, Alberta, Canada. I am in Holland. And at this moment in the city of Den Haag, where next Saturday is becoming uh, invaded by demonstrations of uh, farmers and citizens. And uh, the turnout will be massive. Uh, there are a lot of things going on right now, uh, but I am at the entrance of the Souther Park, which um, can have over more than 200,000 citizens um, four days before the uh, provincial elections um, in Holland is going to be there. So we need to vote something different, something else, and uh, the farmers and the citizens are fed up with it. So, we're gonna do probably some live streams next Saturday on the Whistle Stop Cafe. And what I understand, Chris is coming over for a quick visit to uh, let you see what's going on in Holland. See you there. Well, good very early morning, everybody. It's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. And I'm not in Mira, Alberta. I'm in The Hague, Netherlands. The uh, Dutch farmers, and actually it looks like a lot of the Dutch people, are holding a demonstration today uh, over the... Oh, there you can see it better now. Maybe one of our Dutch friends can translate that for us. We haven't met up with Jasper yet. Oh, look at the lake. It's a heart blue. That's awesome. Anyway, uh, the Dutch farmers and the Dutch people are protesting some really, really bad government policy. Um, I watched one of the leaders of the Farmers Defense Force, it's called the FDF, doing an interview with Rebel News, and he mentioned that in the last little while, 86,000 hectares of farmland has been bought out or taken away in some fashion by the Dutch government, never to be returned to farming again, to be returned to nature. So anyway, we're going, I know it's pretty early, we're going to be doing some uh, interviews later on today with some of the folks that are organizing this protest. We're going to get some more videos of what's going on and uh, hopefully give you a kind of an idea about what's happening here in Holland because the same policies are coming to Canada. So you should probably pay attention. You go back to sleep. What are you doing up so early? Ik 
Ik hoop dat er diegenen die vermalen worden door ons systeem, hoopputten in donkere dagen, dat er zoveel mensen zijn, net zoals hier vandaag, die in deze wereld opstaan tegen het onrecht en vechten zij en zij met hun. Hoe lang en hoe moeilijk de strijd ook zal zijn, het recht zal overwinnen. Denk erom mensen, stemwijs en neem zoveel mogelijk mensen mee naar de stembus woensdag. En anders neem zoveel mogelijk machtigingen mee. Zoveel tegenwerking wil zeggen dat we ze op de knieën hebben. Mensen houden netjes vandaag en trekken de overwinning nu binnen, want ze willen dat het escaleert, zodat ze ons als onmensen neer kunnen zetten. Laat je niet uitdagen door de Romeo's, want onze overwinning ligt binnen handbereik. Hou in het hoofd, we hebben nog maar vier zetels te gaan. Dat we Kaag en Rutte gaan wegstemmen. En ik vraag aan jullie, gaan we dat doen? Ja! 
Willen jullie meer of minder Rutte en Kaag? Ik kan het niet goed verstaan. Meer of minder? Dan gaan we dat regelen. Nu komt het hier uit Den Haag. En dat is het onrecht van de ergste soort. Want onze overheid heeft zich gekeerd tegen haar eigen bevolking. Zij heeft de aanval geopend op een van de hardst werkende, meest succesvolle en bewonderenswaardige groepen van dit land. En dat zijn jullie, de boeren en burgers van Nederland. Alles wat jullie boeren bezitten, alles waar jullie je hele leven hard voor gewerkt hebben, zij menen dat even van jullie af te mogen pakken. En weten jullie hoe ik dat soort mensen noem, dames en heren? Ordinaire dieven! En ik zeg het jullie nu, hier ter plekke, met dieven gaan wij niet in onderhandeling. Leven de Nederlandse boeren, leven onze bevolking en leven de vrijheid. Dank jullie wel. Well, hello everybody, it's Chris here from the Whistlestop Cafe in Mir, Alberta, and I am with a bit of a superstar in Holland. Uh, this young lady, her name is Eva, and I can't pronounce her last name, so I'm going to let her do it, but she is one of the most outspoken uh, advocates for freedom in Holland, and uh, when, we, when we saw her here at this massive protest, I figured we better find out what you're doing here. So first of all, nice meeting you, and thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Uh, how do you pronounce your last name? So, if I say the proper Dutch way, it's Vlaardingerbroek, but everyone, you know, English-speaking people always go Vlaardingerbroek. Ah, okay, I'll work on it. So what brings you here? What, why, why are you here with all these people? I'm here today really to support the farmers, because, you know, if we let our government go through with their plans to rob our farmers of their land, then it's a matter of time till we're all next. So that's really the main reason why I'm here today. This is a matter of our constitutional rights. So I'm no stranger to constitutional rights. Um, I don't know if Jasper explained, but in Canada, during the lockdowns, uh, after a year of lockdowns, I opened my restaurant. And I said, enough is enough. I'm not doing this bad government policy. And uh, eventually they threw me in jail for protesting of all things. And I've realized that government policy that's coming down the pipes right now is, is putting everybody at risk. And then I saw what was going on with the Dutch farmers and I thought, wow, this is way more than just lockdown. So, so, so what do we do? What's the, what's the plan for the, the, the Dutch people? My life's motto, I've taken that from Walt Whitman, is resist much, obey little. So resist much, obey little, keep on speaking out and keep resisting and not complying. So what you did by opening your restaurant and being attacked like that by the authorities, that's an act of, that's a heroic act. So kudos to you for that and we should all be doing it. So with the farmers, they need to keep on protesting. They need on, I think they need to go in and, and block some distribution centers again and show people that their food comes from them. You know, it doesn't grow on trees, we would say in Dutch, so. 
So the same thing's happening in Canada. Did you know that? I do. Yeah, I did know that because your Prime Minister and ours, they are basically the same person, you know, and they're both Klaus Schwab's favorites. Um, we're both pilot countries for the horrible, you know, sustainability goals, uh, World Economic Forum, all that jazz. So I think that's why we are brothers and sisters in arms, basically, against this global agenda. So is it safe to say that these policies are nothing to do with what's best for our people, and they're probably more from an outside influence with cookie-cutter agenda, cookie-cutter policies, and is that maybe why we're seeing this in, our, in both our countries? Absolutely. The formula is very simple. Create an, an issue, create a crisis, a fake lie, obviously, in this case, and then the solution is that people need to give up their rights. That's how they do it every single time, whether it's COVID, whether it's nitrogen emissions, the next thing, you know, it, it'll be something else. That's, I think that's what they're doing. A nice little pretext to give, get people to give up their rights. But I think that we have woken up enough to their true agenda to be able to stop it. What happens if we don't stop it? Well, then we're all going to go down. Yeah, no farmers, no food. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate your time and uh, maybe we'll run into you again before we leave. Thank you. I'm really happy that you guys are here because our farmers really deserve the support. And it's great to see so many of you come and like, you know, televise this, I would say, revolution. Well, we want the Dutch farmers to know that they're not alone and uh, Canadians are standing with them as well. So there you are. We appreciate that. Thank you. Well, there you have it, folks. Eva V from Holland. Uh, I hope that gives a little bit of insight as to what's going on here. And now I guess we're going to work on talking to a few more people and see what we can find. Hello everybody, it's Chris here from the Whistlestop Cafe in Mir, Alberta. I'm not in Mir, Alberta, I'm in Holland again, uh, meeting with a very interesting man. His name is Vibram van Hacke. Yeah. And he is uh, he is with Belang van Nederland, which is for the Netherlands, correct? That's the, the interest of the Netherlands, and my name is re really easy to remember. It's Wee Brain. Wee Brain. Wee Brain. Wee... Wee uh, you're not Scottish, of course, eh? No. In Scotland, they would would call it Wee Brain. Wee Brain. But it, yeah, we've missed, missed the joke now. Yeah. Uh, too bad. We'll, we'll edit it back in there. <laughs> so anyway, uh, it's I'm, I'm not surprised to see this many people out demonstrating today. Do you want to give the folks back in Canada a little bit of insight as to why this is happening here? Yeah, well, the bigger picture is that it's uh, some sort of a collectivistic revolution. It's, you could call it a Marxist revolution or a, or a communist revolution or a socialist revolution. But the, in the end of the day, it's a brutal attack on capitalism, on everybody here. Oh, they're, they're all entrepreneurs. They're all, uh, they're all working hard. They, they're making their hands dirty. They, they, they pay tax. And um, in the old system, the capitalists were... Were, were the boss they were they were in charge um, but for some reason in a decadent society it drifts away and the uh, the civil servants be, be, be become a, the people who are in control and that's what happened so now we're suddenly drifting into a society where where the whole middle class um, is eradicated the farmers are uh, shoved off the off their lands, uh, the fishermen they're, they're losing their boats um, and and of course the next 
are the, the truckers and the, the, the rest of the, the middle class entrepreneurs. And that's what's happening and that's why we're demonstrating. So I, I would say the same thing's happening in Canada, although I don't think as many people realize it. And in Canada, we would say that um, people have become so comfortable in their lives and allowing other people to make decisions for them that yeah. what we've ended up with in Canada is the lunatics are running the asylum. Would it be, is it fair to say that that's kind of what's happened in the Netherlands as well? Well, Justin Trudeau and Mark Rutte are very much alike. Yeah, they, they are young global leaders for the World Economic Forum. Um, they are more or less detached from real society. They've never had real jobs. They, they, they are not, um, they're not in touch with the people anymore. And, and that, that's, uh, I think, uh, it's, 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 uh, it's, it's, um, it's a reason why these people can be uh, in control of a transition where you actually hurt people, where you actually take away their, 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 their jobs, their, their, uh, their money, their, their, their trucks, everything. And um, only a few countries are, are uh, front runners in, in this, uh, this um, revolution. And, and Canada and, and, and the Netherlands are very much alike in that. I would say the Netherlands is a little bit farther ahead, they're a little bit farther down the path and so one of the things I'm hoping to do is raise some awareness and show the people in Canada that hey this is where we're headed so we should speak up now. Um, so knowing all this, what's what's your part in this? How long have you been been active in trying to speak up and do something about what's going what's going on today? Well, no, I, I, I've worked for 10 years uh, for Shell, Shell Oil and uh, so I've been drilling all over the world and after that I became an entrepreneur myself and in 2010 I thought well th something is happening. Uh, the, the, the government is not my, my friend anymore, um, and whether it was about permits or, or other things. And so I, I decided to join politics uh, in a liberal party. And uh, yeah, so, so slowly but steadily, I've become a member of the politicians. I've discovered that the politicians are not working in our interest, not at all. They are working in the interest of themselves, or in the interest of their party. And that's why I've called my party the interest of the Netherlands, because we, we should be servants for the people. We should be um, working and doing everything we can in the interest of the people. And especially the people who are working hard to pay taxes to, to make this whole, whole uh, country uh, turn. And, and, and that's not the case anymore. So it's, it's uh, I think I've, I've just started in time to witness all this, uh, this charade. And I, I really hope we can turn it around. But I think Corona sped, uh, COVID sped everything up. And for some reason, there was a deep bred fear introduced in the, in, into the country. And, uh, and that split the country as well. And, and the minority is awake and is, is you know, is aware of the fact that we are, we are losing control and that we're losing our sovereignty and that we're losing uh, our, our constitutional rights. And, but the majority is still fast asleep and they think, well, yeah, the environment needs to be saved. Yeah, well, uh, the planet is going to explode. Well, yeah, if we don't do, do anything, uh, we'll be... On, on fire by 2016, according to Al Gore. Yeah, it's a crock of shit. Complete nonsense. But... If you if you put fear into uh, a, a, a country, then you can do whatever you want. So, both of our countries, 
Canada is, is a confederation of member states. The provinces are supposed to be sovereign in most areas, including resource development, extraction, healthcare, uh, pensions, all sorts of things. And and it, there are some parallels between the European Union countries and what Canada is right now. It's almost like uh, uh, a tyrannical overlord is making decisions that are not consistent with either of our constitutions and they're using issues like climate change and coronavirus as as vessels to impose these on people so if you're if you're wanting to make a difference in politics what's your goal what do you want to actually do and what what would you do if uh, you're successful in the election in just a few days is it not yeah, it's the 15th of March. Uh, I hope every, everybody will vote for Bivio. Oh, what will we do? Let's, if, if you look at all the problems, all the crises that we have, with a bit of common sense, they're easily solved. The nitrogen crisis. There is no nitrogen crisis. It's just a crock of shit. It's, it doesn't exist. I'm an engineer. I've studied it. If nitrogen deposition takes place on, on a sand dune, you will have a forest. What's wrong with the forest? We are chopping down forests at this very moment because we promised the European Union that it would remain a sand dune, which, which, is, which is nonsense. So this whole night, the whole farmers issue, it doesn't exist, but it's, it's a part, it's an excuse for this collectivistic, semi-communistic revolution. And yeah, we're in the middle of it and most people are not even aware of it. And, and these issues pull on people's heartstrings and convince them that for the greater good they should be giving up their rights. And I think that's the underlying issue of all of this is that we have to get to a place where people understand they have these rights and they're, and they're not evil for existing as human beings. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we have uh, we got a lot of work to do. Both our countries were on the same track and uh, I guess I'll say thank you for being one of the very few with some common sense that wants to actually do something. You're very welcome. Thank and you. what would you say to the people of Canada uh, about what's going on right now and what we should be doing? Well, there's a, a professor in Belgium, and he's written a book, and it's the psychology of totalitarianism. And he has uh, discovered that 60% of the people are asleep. They don't care. They watch telly. It's fine. The 30% 30, 30 are the dangerous people. They are highly educated, and they are they are the ones that shout at you. Yeah, oh, you have to wear a mouth mouthpiece, and yeah, you have to get vaccinated, and and the planet is exploding. So you should not eat meat. And the 10%, that's us, the, the people who are awake, the, the people who, who always question uh, authority. And I think these 10%, if they are joined and if they convince the 60% who are also affected, then, then we can win, then we have a majority. And then in, in a normal democratic system, you can still win. Sounds like we have a duty to get involved and use our voices and stand well, up for what's right. Well, th that is m my final uh, call to action. When you, if you're an entrepreneur, if you work a working class person, you, you work hard and you get out of your bed in the morning and you're tired, tired when you go to bed, you still have a moral obligation to be involved in democracy. Because if you're not, you will lose and you'll, you'll become a slave of the system. Democracy is uh, every day of the year, not just every four years, I say. So, yeah, thank you very much. And that's, that's what I would say, too. Uh, if you're one of those people, one of those 10% that actually has some common sense and you can see what's going on and you don't like it, get involved and use your voices and do something about it. And if you ever doubt that one person can make a difference, look around at some of the people that are standing up today and, uh, and see what difference they've made. So, thanks again. I really appreciate it. Na de tweede wereldoorlog hebben er nog nooit zoveel mensen onder de armoedegrens geleefd. Nog nooit.
had Nederland zoveel voedselbanken. Hey everybody, it's Chris here from the Whistle Stop Cafe in Mira, Alberta. I'm here with Mark Vandenhoever. Uh, Mark is the face of the Farmers Defense Force here in the Netherlands. And you might be wondering, why do we need a Farmers Defense Force here in the Netherlands? And I'm wondering that as well. So Mark, what's going on? Why do, what's, what's, why do we have a Farmers Defense Force? Yeah, we originated in 2019 when the uh, environmental activists were invading our uh, farms. So that was... Uh, the main cause but now uh, our government wants to wipe out the farms from our countryside and uh, build it all uh, with uh, houses solar panels and so on uh, they just want to grab our land that's interesting you know they're doing the same thing in Canada they do the same in Canada yes yeah, terrible I, I hear also they are uh, trying to fix some nitrate problem for you like they did with us we are they the are. example yeah they are so what's happening in Canada is you mentioned, uh, uh, what did you say? You said green activists. Yeah. Well, I call them climate alarmists. There's this small group, I guess you could call them a small fringe minority with unacceptable views. Yeah. And they're they're saying that we need to stop our way of life yeah. for the greater good, for nature. Yeah. And so that that's why I'm here, because the same policies are in Canada that you guys are facing here in Holland, but you guys are farther ahead. Yeah. And and when I saw the farmers standing up and, and, and you guys holding these events, I thought, you know what? I got to get out here and show people what's going on so that Canadians can pay attention so we can also fight this. So you're not alone. What, what, what do you feel about that? Yeah, it's, it's nice to feel not alone, you know, and that we have some support on the other side of the ocean. You know, we are, so, so you also with your trucker convoy, of course, and uh, we see the farmers uh, going to the borders. Yeah, of course, then our heart beats a little faster these days. And uh, yeah, because we feel with you, you know, because you can be a farmer, but it doesn't matter from which country you are. Are you from Russia? Are you from Canada or from Holland? Farmer is a farmer in his heart. Farmers a farmer and farmers feed people. And if we don't have farmers, we don't have any food. So what do you hope to accomplish here? We hope to accomplish uh, that uh, on uh, Wednesday, the people, we have an election here, that the people vote. Oh, oh yeah, wait, wait, they are talking about me. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're talking about you. Hey, that's you. Okay, so they were just talking about you. What were they saying on the screen there? Yeah, they, they, they want to thank me for organizing all this. Uh, and my colleagues, of course. Well, I can tell you there's a lot of Canadians that want to thank you too because, you know, we need we need to do something about this, both our countries. Otherwise, if we don't, um, I have an idea what ha what happens. What, what do you think happens if we fail at stopping this agenda? Yeah, they, they, first they're going to uh, let us stop eating meat and then we have to eat the insects. And yeah, and then on, in the end, we are yeah, just, uh, just a mob of people e eating and uh, consuming just for the big companies and uh, that's what they that, that's what they want you know they want to control everything yeah and especially take our money do you, do you have any any idea who they is because these policies are the same as what's in Canada and it's not from our government so who is it that's that's pushing these policies on our countries yeah the elite of all countries together they organize in uh, Davos and uh, on the World Economic Forum yeah we see this lines and yeah for sure we don't have 
all the proof of it, but we see what's happening that they are uh, coming together and talking the same way, and all the, all the elites are talking the same way. And then it's, it sounds like this is the way to go, but this is not the way to go for normal people, because they are not agree, like Esquire, everyone here. So they, I keep hearing, build back better. That's what they want to do. They want to build back better. And what I want to see happen with both our countries is I want to see the people flourish. I want to see them doing well and prospering. And I don't think eating crickets and locusts is the way to do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the same, you know, and of course, things change uh, during the years and we can change some things, but we have to do it slowly and with using our mind, you know, it's not, not good to eat uh, one kilo of meat a day, yeah, but without eating meat it's also not good. So we have to be in balance with ourselves and our community and with everything. Absolutely, and if anybody can do it, it's the Dutch. I mean, I've from what I've learned being over here, the Dutch people have mastered their environment. They're amazing farmers. They're uh, very, very good environmental stewards. And uh, I know there's a, there's a lot of hope. The Dutch farmers are giving the world hope by doing what they're doing. So uh, thank you again for for your hard work, and and uh, we're with you in Canada. Yeah, welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. Naar de Oekraïne. En dan de kosten van de immigratie. Het is bizar. It is such a joy to be able to speak to you today. I can't imagine how incredible the energy must be there. I wish I could be there. I did come to Holland late last year with my Dutch father and we got to meet the farmers, we got to meet many of you, we got to see the upside down flags and understand a little bit more what you were going through. Now, in case you didn't already know, but the whole world is watching you. I'm sure you've seen how much your promotional video has been shared and how much Eva's video was shared all over Twitter, Twitter and all over other social media platforms. The whole world is watching you. And I understand that it can feel like a lot of pressure, but we are watching you because we understand that your fight is all of our fights because it's your farms today. It's Australia's farms tomorrow. And everything that you do to fight back is going to help the whole world 
I'm sorry. I, I know it's a lot of pressure, but you are showing us how it can be done. I also know that there has been a lot of unity in Holland over the last few months and that this event is probably the biggest event you have ever had to push back against this globalist takeover, especially of your food supplies. I know that activists and farmers have come together for the first time ever and you are showing the whole world and the whole freedom movement that we can unite no matter what. Because I believe the only thing that will stop us from beating this evil is lack of unity. And you have shown the whole world today that we can put aside our differences and unite under our common enemy, which is globalism. I know for a fact that the Dutch blood is so strong and so persistent because I know Dutch people. My father, my uncles, my Oma, they are some of the most persistent and strong people I've ever met in my whole life. And I know that that is the Dutch blood running through their veins. I know that you will not let yourselves down or each other or the rest of the world. I'm sorry, but we need you. We need you to stay strong. Even when it's hard, know that Australia supports you, even though we can't be there with you. We are praying for you. We are emotionally and mentally supporting you as much as we can. We are doing everything we can from this, from so far away. And know that everything that you do to fight back for your own country is going to help the whole world. I know that the Dutch people have balls. They've got guts, just like the farmer said, just like Pete Possum said in your promotional video, you've got balls and you're not gonna let anyone stop you. And I know that about you. Please don't forget it because we all need you and we are all praying for you. And thank you for being, for uniting and showing the rest of us around the world that we can unite no matter what, because this battle is going to be a hard one. But I know that you are going to win. It might not be straight away, it might not be soon, but you will win because no one can take away from you what you do not give them. We have to say no, no matter what. And when the battle comes to our doorstep, I promise you, we will do the same thing. And as a global movement, we are all not going to give our compliance. The globalists, they need us to say yes. They need us to step aside for them to achieve their goals. We aren't going to do that. So we don't have to be scared anymore because it doesn't matter what they do. We will not comply. And together, as we grow stronger and stronger, whatever they try to do, they won't be able to do because you and I and the rest of us, we're not gonna, we're not gonna take it. So thank you for today. Thank you for standing up and the world is watching you and I believe in every single one of you. Thank you for letting me speak on this historic day and enjoy the rest of the day. Thank you so much. God bless you. And Australia is praying for you every step of the way. Non-violent resistance that does resist. It is dynamically active. It is passive uh, physically, but it is strongly active spiritually.
Okay, so I just heard uh, Stacy and Jim Beam who's filming now, you can't see her, but uh, they're meeting you, you farmers in, in the Netherlands. So, what I just wanted to say, you guys, you are absolutely fantastic. Keep on going, fight for your rights, and always know I'm supporting you and I'm with you all the way, every step of the way. You guys are in there, and you know, you have supporters. Thank you. Keep on going. I admire freedom fighters wherever they are. Enough is enough. We're going Dutch. <laughs>
because the government demands 30% of the land be banned from agriculture by 2030. The real cause of the crisis is the financial complex, creating energy poverty, food poverty, and life poverty. They lie and they say they blame Russia, China, and war. It's all a fraud. They are ripoffs. They are financial ripoffs. Millions are in the streets now in Europe, France, Germany, Italy, Britain. I was at a Washington, D.C. rally in the February. Over 3,000 people showed up. Meantime, millions around the world are starving for lack of food. We must put in place a new system for production. We stand ready to work together with you to get the tractors rolling in the USA and to leak up to the farmers in India, Africa, South America, and everywhere. Thank you for taking the point. We stand with you side by side. Thank you very much, Bob. Thank you. Thank you. Great job. Great job. Bob vertelde me net dat hij het echt... Hij komt helemaal uit Iowa. Zien vader die even leert hoe af het moet. 